The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. everyone wednesday january 24th 6 49 p.m uh, we are live here recapping and reviewing and discussing the virginia tech 2024 schedule it just officially came out at five o'clock p.m uh, hit the internet it's a lot of speculation over the course of the week when was syracuse going to be when was stanford going to be when was the home matchup against Clemson going to line up jumping on Airbnbs jumping on hotels here we are we're going to talk about our instant reactions uh the night of the reveal my name is Pat Finn I am uh, recording here in Charlotte North Carolina and a couple miles up the road we have Bryce Chalkley tuning in from Charlotte as well Bryce it's a pleasure to have you back on the show my friend how are you Patrick, I am doing great. Um, As always, super excited to be here. Super excited to discuss the 2024 football season, uh, the must-see games, um, the the great matchups. I'm I'm so pumped, and uh, I'm ready to get into it with you. All right. So we have, and just so I can see, I'm trying to see where the chat. This is the first time I think I've administrated a live broadcast here so bear with me we're live on youtube facebook and x formerly twitter feel free to drop uh, drop some comments or some questions in the chat as we go along but schedule comes out obviously we have vanderbilt week one in nashville on the 31st of august kicking off college football kicking off labor day weekend and uh, I mean, Bryce, when was the last time Virginia Tech played at an SEC opponent? Wow, that's a I mean, great question. Uh, my my hokey history is not as sharp as yours. Um, I, I my head immediately goes to like the Atlanta like kickoff games with Alabama, um, I, LSU, 07. Has it been? I, I feel like that. There's no way it's been that long since we played a true road game against an SEC opponent. So I'm pretty sure LSU was the last time, 2007. Um, Before that, if you want to count Texas A&M, you could count Texas A&M in that bucket. Battle at Bristol was in 2016, obviously a neutral site as well. Uh, You know, played Georgia in the 2006 Chick-fil-A Bowl, played Bama a few times in Atlanta. Um, So the SEC matchups have have, uh, been few and far between. Okay, so then uh, then we come back. We get Marshall at home, revenge matchup on the 7th. ODU on the road on the 14th of September. Rutgers at home on the 21st of September. Do you remember the 21st night of September where hopefully Tech could get some revenge on Rutgers as well? We go to Miami. Six days rest after Rutgers Friday, Miami. Uh, the 27th of uh, of September. Back-to-back roadies. We go all the way down to South Beach and then all the way out to Palo Alto, uh, October 5th at Stanford. Come back, get a nice bye week, nice rest on October 12th, prior to a Thursday night showdown with Boston College on Thursday the 17th. You get two uh, two home games in a row. The 26th of October is hosting Georgia Tech. Another revenge match in Lane Stadium. Syracuse, 
November 2nd on the road up at the Carrier Dome, or I guess now it's called the JMA Wireless Dome for the first time since 2016. And then following Syracuse, we host Clemson on November 9th, a bye week on November 16th. Interesting double bye with how the schedule lines up this year. Duke on the road on the 23rd of November and UVA at home to finish off the season for the first time in six years in front of a crowd for the Commonwealth Cup. So really excited. Even before we kind of, we're, we're going to categorize these games. We're going to do, you know, some fun segments and apologies for the listeners. I, I do have the flu right now. I might sound like Josh Pate after his uh, bout with food poisoning after Jacksonville, but um, Hey, if Billy Ray's not here, but we would be putting a dollar in the grit jar. Um, Got to grit through the, uh, the live reaction pod here. This is uh this is Pat Finn's flu game, if you will. Exactly. From the comfort of my own home here. So before we kind of categorize and run down here, Bryce, I want to know kind of your, your snap reactions, your snap judgments. What do we got? Yeah. I mean, I, I think what sticks out to me when you first see it, and I know the first game I'm going to mention came out yesterday, but to me, I look right there, week five, week six, and we'd already talked about this. We're at Miami Friday night. It's a short week for both of us. We play Rutgers the week before at home. Miami plays at South Florida that Saturday. Um, and they come back and, you know, five or six days late, six days later, first ACC game, it's on the road. It's Friday night. I think it's the ESPN Friday night game. There'd be a lot of eyes on it. You could see a 4 0 um, Virginia Tech team. You know, we're all hoping for that. You could see also maybe an undefeated Miami team if they're able to get off to a good start. I think they have Florida week one. Um, you know, that that sticks out. I mean, it's a long road trip, short week. Both teams could be tired. It, it's going to be a, hey, what kind of team are we? Are we an eight and four team or are we a team that, that you know, is a threat to win the ACC title? Um, and then right away, a week later, we got to travel all the way to California to play, I believe, our first is this our first game in California ever? First game in California ever. Someone has mentioned that in the past. It's one of those where you hear it and you don't believe it. And I think I was in that camp. But I want to say there's something to that. I'll let you fact check me and we can come back to it. Or someone so, can fact check you later. Here we go. Um, 2002. After the 2002 season, Virginia Tech played uh, Air Force. I believe it was the San Francisco Bowl uh, out maybe, in. Maybe it's our first regular season game in California. Look, we're going to narrow it down until that bucket works for me. Um, but that's another long trip. I mean, between those two trips, um, you're probably looking at a combined, I, I don't know, I'm not great with this, 11,000 miles or something. Does that sound like a decent number. I don't know. It's it's going to be a lot on the team and it's going to find out, hey, are we an 8 and 4 team or are we an 11 and 1 team that's going to be at some point in December playing for a spot in the playoffs. That's really like what sticks out to me. What about you, Pat? Yeah, that's a super important stretch because that Miami game really just determines hey, you go and beat Miami, oh, all of a sudden you're expected to beat Stanford or you lose to Miami how the heck are we going to get up for Stanford when we are, you know, spending five and a half hours on a plane? No one likes flying across the country. Nobody. I don't care who you are. You know, I just, I flew back from Denver a few weeks ago and that was only two thirds of the way across the country. And it derailed me for like a day. So not really, uh, not really excited that we have to do that. And, I mean, you tell me, I don't know, I'm not uh, too hip to this, but does that mean that we need to send our equipment truck like to drive the entire way? Is that how this works? Um, You know, we have some friends and we'll get to this act, this individual later that, you know, was on the support staff for the football team. Actually, I've had a couple. Um, They would probably be more insightful to that. Um, I I don't know. you know, with the addition of these West Coast teams, if the custom has always been to bus your equipment, is there going to be a 
some, you know, flexibility there or a change because everyone in the ACC for the most part is going to be traveling to California at, at least every other year. So if you're used to bringing all this stuff via a bus, um, it, it might look different when you play those games. I, I, I don't know. I don't know enough. We, we can also come back to that, Pat, and maybe find an answer there as well. I know uh, a lot of the folks who made the Key West trip at some point in their Virginia Tech experience, they drove it. I think it was 19 hours. I know that if the equipment staff is driving to Miami, that's about 16. I don't even want to know what the drive is from Blacksburg, Virginia to Stanford. Uh, um, probably 40. This I will promise you, Pat. If we beat Miami and we have a zero in the right-hand column, they would have no problem walking the equipment to that Stanford game because everybody's going to be so damn fired up that it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we're playing Stanford in London. We're going to be ready to go. So um, six games in, <clears throat> if you could get to that bye week. Oh, that bye week, that bye week could be sweet. You know what I mean? Be like really sweet be like we work so hard for this. We get to enjoy, kick our feet up um, and, and get ready for uh a couple home games, but um, I mean, even think about it, how you get a you, you know, you're five and one or six and oh, I think at worst four and two after your first six games, you roll into the bye week and then you get Boston college on a Thursday night and lane is going to be absolutely juiced up mm-hmm. you know, third game in conference play October Thursday night game. There's nothing like it. And this back half of the schedule, I mean, you know, I think, I think um, you know, Boston College and Georgia Tech at home, I think will be favored in both of those contests. And I love having back-to-back home games in October. Yeah. Most Hokie fans would agree with that. Um, this other stretch at Syracuse and, and Clemson at home is really kind of the Miami and Stanford of the back half where – you got to go up to Syracuse and Fran Brown has done a pretty good job up there as far as just coming in and, you know, letting people know that he's there and, you know, going out and hitting the portal pretty solid, getting the quarterback. Um, You know, I know that um, what's the guy's name from Ohio state. Um, He he was, Oh, Kyle McCord. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wasn't, he was kind of an afterthought this year, but, um, getting a guy like McCord, you know, is, is an upgrade for Syracuse. Um, so I think that'll be a big game. You know, no one likes going up there. It's going to be a really tough challenge going up to Syracuse late in the season. And then obviously come back Clemson at home, you know, could be the biggest game in lane stadium in the last decade. You know, if, uh, if all goes according to plan, because, you know, you get the second bye week on the 16th and all of a sudden you're like, all right, well, you know, check, check with Duke and UVA. I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to write either of them off, but, um, you know, first year head coach at Duke. And then, you know, Virginia's just, we all know how that usually goes. So that's kind of how the, the second half, you know, pans out in my yeah, opinion. I- I like that you we we kind of without thinking about it broke it up into halves and the the bye week kind of already does that. Before we get a little more granular here, you know, we're talking like the big picture zoom out. It's really like when I first seen the schedule, I love our schedule by the way. I think it's very other than that Miami Stanford stretch which will be um physically and mentally tough. Um I, I like that it's it's broken up and to me I I can't even almost like get into the second half or get too excited about it because the first half is going to dictate how much the second half matters. If we're three and three, the second half is just not as exciting. If we're five and one and we're six and oh, I mean, if where we live in Charlotte, every game other than Syracuse is extremely easy to get to. There's four home games and we play at Durham, which we've been to Wallace Wade. It's a great place to watch a game as a Virginia Tech fan especially when you have a good team. It just is. And the Syracuse one's the only one that's kind of a a stretch for a lot of people. And that might be okay. You know, some people need that natural, like kind of week off game on their couch. If you're, you know, someone like Billy Ray and yourself who likes to attend. So um, I love that it's broken up. If we have a really good first half, the second half is going to be awesome. Could be, 
very memorable. It could be 2019, you know, October, like we always talk about all the time. Um, but I think the first six, first six is, is just is so important. Um, can't emphasize that enough. And it'll really set up for the second half about how excited we are for the second half. Um, yeah, that's that's my initial thoughts. All right. So let's get into the fun now. Yeah. Yeah. Pick and choose, and we'll, we'll try to do this in a good order here. Uh, bear with us, guys, because we we kind of just threw these all together here. But um, before we get into that, I I did want to bring up one thing that I know you're super excited about, and I didn't want to overlook it and get into the meat of the schedule. I believe we have something pretty exciting brewing for week one. Is that true? Week one, we, we've we've talked about it on the internet. You know, we put it out there on 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 X. Yeah, it's 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 in the, the universe or metaverse or whatever. People know people know that we're we're getting excited. But if you still haven't signed up, there's still time. We're finalizing some things as early as tomorrow. Don't want to throw any any uh, any Easter eggs out there, but um, this Nashville trip's going to be epic. We're going to have a really good time. Um, we have we have some hotels that we're working with. We have uh, tickets, a tailgate, we're looking to do a party, rent out a bar on Friday night as well off of Broadway, somewhere in that vicinity. Get some live tunes going. Bryce is bringing his cowboy boots, his dancing shoes. Um, Pat, I believe our friend Lauren Hensley, I think, said it best. She says Nashville is going to be a movie. And I feel like that's we can leave it there. But we're super excited. We're working on some awesome stuff. It's going to be a can't-miss weekend. It's game one. It's in a bucket list spot. And if you've already been, you know you want to come back. Uh, I met my wife there. We're definitely going to be there. Um, we might be bringing Elsie. We're not sure yet. But um, if, if you if you haven't inquired, you haven't signed up, definitely look into it. We're going to have a blast, and we hope you can make it. I, I am going to say, if you are on the fence or if you're thinking about it, guys, just, you know, just just take the plunge. It's going to be the most fun road trip of the year. There will be a lot of fun road trips this year, I will say. Got Miami, got a first visit to Stanford. But the Nashville trip, you know, especially when when you look at this uh, when you look at this rocket ship that Virginia Tech football is right now, especially when there's a zero in the loss column. You know, anything can happen when there's a zero in the loss column. All right, so do you want to kick things off? Because you kind of prompted this uh, this whole this whole uh, game here with with this first category. Um, this is this is my favorite. Um, this is easily my favorite category. Um, last year, I- I'm sure you know you heard Billy and Pat talk about it at length. The Purdue game. Um, it was supposed to be a day trip. It was a day trip. Okay. We left at 5.30 and we got home at 1.30 a.m. That is, by definition, a day trip. But we're going to start with our first series. It's the Let Mike Cook, the Mike Russell game of the year. The game where you would date, the game you're looking forward to day tripping with the fellas. So, Pat, what is your first Let Mike Cook game of the year? You know the Let Mike Cook game? It's got to be a September game. You oh, already know, you know, because like September is the best opportunity to really get the best out of hockey football, especially lately. Um, I, I guess, you know, when I say that, you know, you go in very aspirational. So that's why I like September. Um, for me, it's going to be either Marshall or it's going to be Rutgers. But here's why it's Marshall. Because listen, Vanderbilt. The previous weekend, if you're if you're joining the uh, the team here uh, in Vanderbilt, might be a little worn down. Might can't be a little pegged up. Can't do a full weekend in Blacksburg after a full weekend in Nashville, Tennessee. So you know, Marshall probably going to be a noon game. That's also very important. Um, you know, noon game is is key for a day trip if you're rolling in from Richmond, rolling in from Charlotte. So. Yeah, could be looking at that noon kickoff slot. Could be like a white effect military appreciation day. I'm not sure what that's going to look like. It's the home opener, so probably not. We could talk about that a little bit later on. But, you know, 
load up the cooler the night before, get on the road, you know, 5.30, 6 a.m., roll up to Blacksburg a little before 9, little around 9.30, tailgate for a little bit, and then uh, see the Hokies get some real, real-time real revenge on Marshall. No, uh, no need for a six-hour delay like we saw for that Purdue game. How about yourself? What do you think? Um, I think that's a good pick. I think it's the the, the obvious. It's the safe pick. Um, before I say mine, one comment, one question. So one comment, one question. First comment. When you day trip with the boys and you volunteer to drive and you pick up your friend at 530 in the morning and he's got a newborn in the house, you don't need to honk the horn when he's already outside. Looking at you, Pat, calling you out. You know you did it. No one was happy. Right. Even Billy Ray called you out. When Billy Ray calls you out, that's when you really need to question things. Damn, so getting that's called my out. That's my getting out on it four and a half months later. We, we are all learning together in this life, but let's let's work on that this year. Yep. Second, is a day trip from DC for our friends like Ed Williams and such? Is that too much? Can people do it, or is it too much? Really good question. Really good question. Shout out Ed, who actually moved to Warrington. So Warrenton, right. it is valid like salad. Warrenton's like three hours and some change. So DC I'm, gets a little dicey because now you're dealing with traffic. It's it's four hours. That's a lot, right? I'll throw you, I'll throw you some data. And then again, here I, I can't claim Arlington as DC, but when I lived in Arlington, Wake Forest 2019. One of the more fun opportunities we had to share with each other in Section 5 that year. That was, in fact, a day trip. Okay. Uh, so it, it, it's possible. It might not be encouraged, but I, I think a lot of it has to – it's situational. We'll kind of leave it at that. It was, um, certainly a mar- it was certainly a marathon. I think I yeah. drove down by myself and drove Ryan Hartman back to, uh, to Arlington. Um, that's too funny. Um, I can tell you have not lived in Charlotte long enough yet because – us uh, Charlotteans or whatever we're called, Nova DC, Southern Maryland is all DC. If you start separating it, you 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 live there. You haven't been here long enough. You need to associate it. I'm not trying to upset anybody. That's just kind of how it's viewed down here. We don't separate it. It's just it's DC. <laughs> um, so I I might have I might have uh, gained a few haters there, um, but uh, I'll I'll live with it. Um, my <laughs> Let Mike Cook or Mike Russell game of the year. I'm gonna throw you a curveball and I'm gonna say it, and you'll be like, man, that makes a lot of sense. Is the Duke game for me? Oh, it's not everybody, I know it's not everybody, and I know it's not in Blacksburg, but hear me out here. If we're nine and one, you got Virginia coming up, you got a couple, you got some excitement, you might have a playoff game. You can go to Durham, North Carolina, which is two hours and some change from Charlotte, it's probably two hours and some change from. Um, from um, from uh, Blacksburg, and it's about two and a half hours from Richmond, which I know where a lot of Hokie fans reside as well. I made that day trip when uh, you could get in to the Duke game like four or five years ago with just three cans of soup. We hung out at that game. Um, so I think that would be an awesome trip to be like, hey, we're nine and one. I got to go to this game. I, I know, I know it's late in November. I know Thanksgiving's next weekend. I, I got to be there. I got to be with the team. I got to see the team. We're going to leave super early. It might even be a noon game. Like you said, could get away with it. And we'll be back. We'll be in our own beds. It'd be great. So my let Mike Cook game of the year is Duke at Duke. Wow. Special, special choice there, Bryce. And if you need the extra bullet point when you're asking, just say, hey, listen, you know, Pat, Pat actually turns 30 that weekend. So like I need to be at this game. So you know, come, come join us in Durham and celebrate my thirtieth birthday. That's good. And uh, I mean, hopefully we we get Mike Russ back this year too. I mean, what a treat! We we absolutely need that to happen. All right. The, okay, so there's a few here that we can kind of uh, mix and match. Hey guys, this is Ali Jennings the third wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. 
That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Av in Radford, or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. We have we have two that are a little bit different, but we're gonna have to differentiate what each means. So okay. one, one is called the take PTO for a long weekend game. And then the other is called the take a vacation game. First one, pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take Friday off. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even you're taking Thursday off. Okay. The second one. You might you might be staying four nights. You might be staying five nights. Uh, three night minimum. We'll call it the three night minimum. So I don't know if you have any ones that you want to jump in on, but I do. I am ready. Yeah, I'll um, I'm gonna mix the question up a little bit. I'm gonna break the rules a little bit. This is our show. We can do what we want. Uh, for me, the take the vacation game. It's probably the obvious one. To me, it's the Miami game. I even joked with Macy. Uh, after work today, I was like, oh, you know, we're 4-0. Let's just go to Miami for the weekend. We'll go to the game. That sounds so fun, sounds so easy. I think it makes too much sense. The The long vacation game um, or the, the the long weekend or the PTO game, I kind of view that as the game I would want to spend the weekend in Blacksburg. Um, for me, that's the Georgia Tech game. Um, I think the Clemson game is the obvious best home game in terms of uh, the potential level excitement for the game. The, the, the game that everyone circles, you know, we're, we're both very fortunate enough to go to Blacksburg a lot um, and to be there for, you know, special games and all that stuff. I like it a little better when it's not the busiest weekend of the fall. Um, I, I like when it, you can actually get into the bars where it's a good enough game where everyone's super excited. Um, it's probably a, a three thirty kick. Um, for me, it's, it's, the the stay the weekend in Blacksburg, which I know I changed it a little bit, is the Georgia Tech game. What about you, Pat? I think it's a great way to look at it because that's actually how I had this lined up. Because um, I was thinking that could either be, you know, PTO in Miami for the long weekend, or that could be. I was thinking actually Clemson. Um, so Clemson is my take PTO. When we have a big time game like that, it's like, hey, you got to take Friday off. You might want to play some golf in town. Might want to just you know get in on Thursday night and catch up with some friends before it gets too crazy and then kind of enjoy, I don't know, is college game day coming into town? Is the once upon a Saturday tour coming into town? You don't know what a big weekend like that could hold in store. Um, Maybe we'll be doing some big things that weekend. So we'll need that extra day to prepare. But um, Clemson is the, uh, the PTO day for me. And then um, take a vacation for me. This is actually Stanford. Um, excuse me. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. Wine country, Napa, Sonoma. I mean, you could really, if you wanted to, and this is, you know, there's a lot of San Diego Hokies out there. There's a lot of LA Hokies out there. Visit your friend in San Diego, visit your friend in LA, visit your friend up in Seattle, the Pacific Northwest, and then do, you know, one of those short flights down. You know, if you're going all the way out to Stanford Stadium, you might as well enjoy the uh, the Pacific Northwest or the West Coast in general. A lot to do out there. You know, you get put in a bind a little bit with Miami being the weekend before, but uh, that is the take a vacation game for me. Um, I will say, I I think you think California is like, everything's convenient. (laughs) You're like, oh, you're just not over San Diego, hop over to Seattle. Um, yeah, I understand. You might have to book another flight. You probably will. But if you're gonna be over there, <laughs> are you are you googling some some mileage or something over there? No, I look. I've driven past Stanford. It's, I think it's about an hour south of San Francisco and about an hour north of like Pebble Beach. That's where we. That was our drive, and that's right in the middle. So. Um, it's close to San Fran. It's not far from Napa. I don't know if you're driving down to San Diego, but I don't know if you're there for a week, maybe. Um, but it would be, that would be a really cool trip to go to. It's uh, pretty unique that we get to play them. It's obviously very unique that it's a conference game. Um, I think that's a good pick. All right. So the next game is the, the picturesque commercial for Virginia Tech game. 
So 14 nothing. Uh the Rutgers punting the ball back to us. That's that's the answer. Okay. We can move on. You know I'm so right. You- though. Like Rutgers coming to town late September. It's like 75 degrees. It's that perfect day. It's that day where you're like, hey, honey, are, are, are you bringing a jacket? Should I need to bring a jacket? You're like, I'm not sure. It's going to be cold in the second half. And then they don't bring a jacket. And then they're wearing your jacket. And then you're both miserable. It's that perfect weather. You know what I mean? I say perfect, even though I kind of describe that moment. But that's that's Blacksburg. The Rutgers game, September 21st, that is going to be the commercial for the school. That's my take. I'm sorry I jumped in. I don't think you even finished the question. That was, was sweet. I just that like sweetie. that's the moment right there. Like if you were bringing somebody who's never been, that's the moment you're like this this is my school. Okay. Well, we'll have to come back to this. Um September 21st, usually like I think September 21st is a pretty awesome weather day mm-hmm. collectively. Um, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to uh, dial up the uh, weather.com for September 21st. For me, it is this Boston College game, man. That's coming fair. off the bye. Coming off the bye. You talk about bringing a friend. Hey, let's let's bring a buddy into town for Boston College at home Thursday night. We're five and one. Maybe we're six and zero, oh, but at the least, we're four and two. And we have a Boston College team coming to town that we absolutely rolled last year and we rolled the year before. It's the opposite Mike Young curse. Brent Pry, 2-0 versus Boston College. Mike Young picked up his first I win. Think, I think Fuente right. struggled against Boston College. No, that was Syracuse. My bad. My fault. Um, Syracuse. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you, you get him on a Thursday night after a bye week. And then, hold on. I was at the Syracuse game this past fall. Talk about an unbelievable weather day, an unbelievable tailgating day. And then you get to go play a football game here at NRC, man, under the lights with fireworks, just like you see on this background here. Give me the Boston College game. How about how about the Boston College game after the first touchdown going up? Yeah. No, I, I think that game is going to be awesome. Um, I, I'm slowly getting to the age, and this is sad. The Thursday night games, if you really want to enjoy them the way you want to do it, you almost have to take two days of PTO, which is really hard. Because um, if you want to tailgate and enjoy, you got to take Thursday. And it's really hard. And and I would even say unsafe to drive home if you're driving you know, two or three hours back to Charlotte after the game. So you almost need to take two full days to fully enjoy it. I don't disagree if you can make it work. It works for your schedule. It's it's electric. It Thursday night is synonymous with Virginia Tech football, just like Inner Sandman or the lunch pail is. Um, I'm just I'm in my early 30s, Pat. It's uh, that's a tough pull for me. I hope I can make it. I probably will if you know we got a zero or a one to the right, but uh, that'll probably be the only um, only way that happens. Certainly. You know, if K Finn was on right now, he would be saying, Bryce, you know, me and all my golf buddies, the hack and hokies, we go back to the Thursday game every time. And they, they always take the, uh, the two days of PTO. The fun fact here for the, uh, for the wedding attendees in the audience, uh, we did have a, uh, a squirrely moment there. I have uh, a wedding on October 19th. And the Boston College game is on the 17th Thursday night. The wedding is in Colorado. We're going to figure it out. We're going to fly out on Friday after a, a big Virginia Tech win on Thursday. Um, speaking of weddings, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, okay? I, I'm just going to say this tongue-in-cheek. Every year, we're always looking at the Virginia Tech football schedule. Everyone's jostling around in the group chats. I really hope. There's not a wedding on the 26th of October. I really hope November 2nd, no wedding. I really hope no wedding or uh, no uh, no football game on the 19th. That's going to be big. We're going to call this one the skip the wedding game where, you know what? One game on the schedule, you're just like, oh, man. I just, you know, you, you feel like you're between a rock and a hard place and you're just like, you're at the wedding and you're just pulling up the, the game on your phone and you're just kind of freaking out. 
Do you have an opinion before you jump in? Um, I think you know my stance on this. <laughs> before I, I, I say anything on that, I, I think our schedule actually favors pretty well for that. Um, you know, we... We, we've done our research here. We know that um, um, the uh, overwhel- uh, uh, the most popular two months to get married is in, in the United States is September and October. So that's kind of where you look for like the, the games um, that you wouldn't skip the wedding. And we really only have three home games or we only have two Saturday home games in that stretch. Rutgers and Georgia Tech. Um, if we're undefeated, I think the Georgia Tech is the answer because it could be a huge game. Um, could be in the top 10 at that point. Um, you know, I think the obvious choice is probably you would probably think Clemson, but I, I don't think that many people get married November 9th. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'll, um, I'll say Clemson though, if I had to put a final answer on it. Um, but um even then, I, you know me. If, if if one of your best friends is getting married, go to the wedding. It's just it's like I love football. We love football so much. But if you're in the wedding, don't go to the friend's wedding. You'll have a blast. Try to stay off your phone. Like you're not going to affect the results. Maybe you, as a group, pack together to say we're going to record it and watch it later. That could be fun. Um, I, I, but my answer is Clemson. I would encourage to pick the wedding though. All right, so this next one here, and I think it, you know it's pretty obvious that Clemson. I think every single person in in uh, the fan base before the season was kind of just holding out hope that Clemson wouldn't fall uh, on any weekends that they had prior engagements. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll call this one an inferior opponent that can really ruin your weekend. Well. I'm not sure if this game is going to get played, and we really haven't mentioned since at the beginning segment. I think the most disappointing loss would be a 2-0 Virginia Tech team traveling to Old Dominion and losing the third straight. I, I think that's the one game that you're going to have to refrain throwing your TV through the wall if we lose, um, especially if we lose in the way that we have in the past where we were just overwhelmed, like just over outplayed. Um, it's been very frustrating traveling there. And it's a game that I don't think we have any business losing generally ever. And, and we've had, we've had some struggle there and, you know, people think of Norfolk, Oh, it's in Virginia. It's a, it's a in-state game. You know, it's in-state, like it's close. Like it's a, it's kind of a haul. I mean, it's five hours, right. And we haven't played well there and, and they, they want to beat us, right. They get up to play us, which, you know, we, we should get up to play them. We should get up to play everybody we play. I think that's the game. If we were to hang an L, I think it might ruin – I don't know if it ruined your weekend. It's certainly going to ruin your night. Really would hate to have to live through that um, again. Again, yeah. You know. Let's um, avoid that, but I think that's the, that's my answer. That's a road trip I haven't been on and probably a road trip I won't, I won't take just based on everyone else's experiences that they've had there, unfortunately. Um, for me, it is late in the season. Um, just, just based on what could possibly be at stake here. Um, but it's just going to Duke on the 23rd and then just, you know, laying an egg. Um, we don't know how Manny is going to perform there. Um, we know he does have some potential and I just, you know, feel a little bit uneasy about that just because it does seem once we get through Clemson, all right, we win the next two. Uh, with the bye week and you know that's it so november's very very interesting i've never seen such a front-loaded november like this really in a long time where we just one have a (laughs) a bye week smack dab in the middle and then a a toughie on the road and then a big time game like clemson at home because i feel like you know marquee games like notre dame clemson over the past few years when we've had you know that big game in blacksburg or even back to Ohio state in 2015, all these games were happening, you know, week one or, you know, mid October at the latest. And we probably haven't hosted a ranked team in Blacksburg since Wake Forest in 2019. 
might be forgetting the COVID season uh, when Miami was ranked, but a um, lot at stake. A uh, lot could be at stake for that Duke game late in uh, November here. All right, we have a few more. All right, so for this one, I'm going to call this one a, I guess, generally a game that you think is going to have the most hype on this schedule based on where each team is, where it is in the season, which game is going to have the most hype or which game might have a surprisingly higher amount of hype than you would uh, be led to believe. Yeah. I think the, the higher amount of hype um, is probably the Rutgers game. Um, I, um, I think, I think they're a really good opponent. Um, I, I think, you know, would love to get one back from them. Um, you know, we haven't seen a, I don't know the last time we were three and zero to start the season. I, I, I don't. Um, and I know we also haven't done as well in power um, out of conference power five games as of late. So I think there'll be a lot of hype around that one. And, and, and it could, you know, I, I don't want to overlook anyone on our schedule, but it could also be the first like equal opponent, at least on paper. Right. I think that's a fair statement. I think that one is going to have a, um, going to be a certain level of excitement in the air in Blacksburg, especially seeing that it's the, uh, the picturesque Virginia tech game by, uh, by my opinion. Um, and then the, the most hype game, you know, we're really battling Miami versus Clemson here and they kind of build on each other. I think Clemson is going to be more hype if we win the Miami game. So I, I, I think, I think your question is um, I don't want to say it's too simplified, but there is extra layers there. I think the Clemson game becomes more important because of the Miami game. Um, cause obviously if, you know, we're eight and one or nine and oh with Clemson coming to town, everything else I've said is a moot point. And the Clemson game is going to be by far the, the most exciting atmosphere. You know, I think, um, from a surprising aspect, I think a lot of people are really excited that we finally get to host Virginia this year. Yeah. Um, it's been a really long time. It's almost kind of weird seeing UVA on our schedule so late in the year, actually getting to play them at home. And for the yeah. first time since 2018, we're going to be able to do that. And this team and that 2018 team are very, very, very different. Um, you know, we needed overtime to be UVA that day. And the programs have changed, you know, a large amount since then. Um, so it'll be exciting to get, the, get them back in Lane Stadium for uh for the commonwealth cup there yeah we we i don't know the last time we had a very meaningful uva home game outside of the usual you know it's a rivalry game we we want we want to beat them right like that there always will be a certain level of hype no matter if we're both 0 and 11 um but you know the 2019 game was an absolute classic it was for uh, a trip to the acc championship it was such a fun game. I know we lost, but we talk all the time about how much fun we had. And that was even when we did lose. Um, I, I would love to see a really meaningful, maybe a trip to the ACC championship um, on the line, at least for us, um, at that game. I, I think we haven't had that in a while. Um, would love to see the 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 uh, the players get that. Um, that would be um, that would be awesome. We were talking about this earlier in uh, in one of our chats, how this is essentially five Saturdays and one Thursday at home at Lane Stadium. But then when you think about it, the Virginia game is very different. It's not your typical Saturday in Lane Stadium because you have Thanksgiving and it, it just is a completely different feel. Um, so it's really four Saturday games, a Thursday night game, and then Thanksgiving weekend UVA at home on, thir- on uh, November 30th. So that should be interesting. Um, wonder how many night games we get this year. 2023, we saw a handful of opportunities to watch Virginia Tech play under the lights. We had Old Dominion. We had Purdue, which was unintentional. Uh, obviously, Pittsburgh was the ACC game of the week on September 30th. We hosted Syracuse on the Thursday night. Um, and then, of course, NC State second half was under the lights. And then I'm I'm uh, I'm forgetting 
forgetting one of the others. Um, yeah, it's a good Before. amount with the addition of the, you know, the ACC night game, right? Like that um, certainly has that, you know, we already have two. If I had to guess, I'd probably say four. You know, you would hope Clemson's a night game or maybe maybe a national game at 3.30. I'd be fine with that too. But um could see that being a night game. And um, uh, who knows? The Stanford game might be a night game for, for the East Coast Hokies. Um, that's going to be interesting to see how the ACC handles scheduling when teams travel to Cal and travel to Stanford. Will there be a noon kick? I doubt it, right? That would be very surprising for the – Teams to have to play at nine in the morning. Um, what's the earliest game we'll see? Will we see one o'clock? I don't know. Um, that's something very interesting to watch um, to see how they do that. We'll even see what happens with the Rutgers game. You know, we were on yep. the Big Ten Network for Rutgers last year. Will that game be featured in the ACC Network in any capacity? You know, that could be a night game. That could be a surprise night game. Um, and then the last thing we'll talk about, because I know Bryce needs to run here, but Orange effect, maroon effect, white effect. My predictions for orange effect, Boston College, Thursday night game, October 17th. I think that would be really nice for an, uh, an orange effect opportunity. The weekend, uh, the weekend after, maroon effect, Georgia Tech, potentially homecoming. Should be interesting to see, too, what is the homecoming game. Rutgers on the 21st seems just a little early for homecoming typically, but, you know, we've seen homecoming be in uh, in the September 20s before. Um, and then I'll, I'll say Rutgers for the white effect. But um, we'll see what happens. I bet Al Jones knows already because Al Jones mm-hmm. is always hip to the, uh, to the effect games. But um, I, I, think, I think Marshall's going to be the white out. I think Rutgers is home opener. Yep. I think the orange effect is going to be Rutgers. I think we're going to stay away from Maroon playing a red team. I think Georgia Tech is going to be stripe the stadium. Calling it right now. I know Georgia Tech stripe the stadium. And I think the Hokies are going to come out as a ranked team in the all maroon everything's with the maroon effect for a night game against Clemson. There's going to be no orange to be seen anywhere. That's it. So you're saying homecoming is going to be striped the stadium. I I think I think if the team is off to and obviously they have to announce this early and they would have to predict this. I think they would love nothing more than a hot Virginia Tech football team having a maroon effect against that orange team from South Carolina. They would love it. That would be awesome. That way there's no confusion, right? You wearing orange, you're on, you're on that side. You're in the odd section that almost falls off the stadium in like quadruple T, like near the band. That's your section. The maroon's going to be everywhere else, and I, I I think that would be awesome. Now I know striped effect is is reserved for night special stuff. They're going to want to do something. You're right for Georgia Tech. It's it's like poop too perfect in the schedule, right? Last weekend of October, and I, I that's my guess, and I could be wrong, but the you know beauty of it is that's my guess, and we're going to find out. Yeah, I, I don't think my guess is going to hold any weight here because I have orange effect and maroon effect happening on back-to-back weekends. I just yeah, don't I, know. Think, I think you're done with the effects before I we even get to like October. <laughs> I, think, I think we got to – we'll put – Pat wants to do a white effect for the first half, an orange effect for the second half, maroon effect for the tailgate, three shirts, <laughs> one occasion, wrap it up. There you go. Bring your, uh, bring your jersey swap. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll call it with that. We'll see uh, Al Jones if he could hook us up with any info on the effect games. And uh, this should be an awesome season. Really fired up, guys. Uh, get on our form for the Nashville game. It's going to be epic. And uh, Bryce, we'll we'll chat with you tomorrow, man. Awesome. See you, Patrick. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. To wander, tripping in the sand We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand by